Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman and, well, you can't say we let the rain dampen our enthusiasm yesterday. Deep continues and a little chip over mid on. Enormous power from Jason Roy and he makes it look absurdly easy. Another boundary. Only 15 overs bowled in the first ODI between Sri Lanka and England, which in the end was abandoned due to rain. But for over seven hours, the Talk Sport 2 team kept at it. And the only water we've seen today has been in the swimming pool, where Goffey caught up on life in the UK on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. I'm not sat in the room at the moment. I'm actually laid on a sun lounger. You two guys would love it. <laughs> I'm in Dan Buller, nursing a sore head. I'm just laid here, chilling out, just about to put on the Factor 15. Plenty more of that to come. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. So it's the uh, the morning after the night before, I think. Myself and Gareth Batty uh, looking back at what occurred in Dambul in the first ODI. Um, alongside, you're here in the background. There's been plenty of water in Dambulla over the last few days since we got here but that sound you might be able to pick up isn't the sound of rain falling in fact it has been a beautiful day uh, plenty of what ifs but we won't uh, look back but yeah the sound of a stream just gently rolling past uh, myself and Gareth Batty at one of the uh, one of the um, places we're staying here in Dambulla still got a few days to go and a chance really to reflect on what we saw yesterday Gareth only 15 overs available but uh, still a day I think all of the Talk Sports and Talk Sport 2 team will look back on with real fondness. I mean, I know speaking personally, you know, that uh, trip to the ground in the morning, there was a few nerves on the, uh, the mini coach. We we're all eager just to get, get up and underway. Uh, we did get the hours build up. We did get uh, 15 overs of play. Um, and it'll still be, despite the lack of action, a day we'll probably look back on with, with some fondness and with a few stories to tell as well. Yeah, I think it, it was the, you, you're right in what you say, the whole build-up, and I've watched you guys run around and work your socks off for a few days building up to it, and I've got to be honest, I turned to the guys in the bus um, on the way there, it, it felt like 
I was actually involved in playing. Um, because the team has been together for so long, there's already quite a, a good feeling around the group. And it, it, those sort of pre-match nerves that you get as a player, and you have your routine. I listen to a bit of Frank Sinatra and sort of get my, my head around things um, and, and get prepared for what's about to happen. I ended up doing the same things before I got on the bus and I was saying it to the guys on the bus. I was like, I'm quite excited about this. And it was actually Neil Manthorpe and, and Gerard that, that sort of calmed me down a bit. I was sort of getting, the emotion was getting, uh, getting ahead of me, which uh, it's a great feeling to have that running through your veins. It was game day again. I suppose it's one of the reasons. I mean, I've worked for TalkSport now for the best part of 15 years and there's guys who have spoken to me, former professional sportsmen, predominantly footballers, but they say this is as close to the dressing room, this this culture, the production floor, life at TalkSport, it's as close to the dressing room as you're going to get without actually being in there with the sweaty socks and the, the jock straps being flung around. It's a TalkSport kind of way, you know, and um, it's amazing that you felt that way. I know I, I came up to the ground a little earlier than you, but... Definitely nerves, you know, and also pride as well, because, you know, when you're walking in there with a job to do, loads of pressure, that's that's kind of what you want. That's what life is all about. Surely, if you get it, whatever you do, whether you're playing or you're reporting or you're a producer or whatever you do in life, whether you're a, a postman or a postwoman, you want to do the very best job you can. And you want to have periods in your life when, yes, there's so much pressure on you. Um, there's a lot of stress. It's getting in the way of family life. You know, it's taking us away from our families. But we've got to experience that. That's surely what life's about. And whatever happens in this tour, and I think we got off to a, a decent start. Um, I think that a lot of people can look back on and, you know, whether they look back on with fondness or pride or whatever, it's about looking back and thinking, I did it. You know, and that, that was part of my life where I did it. And yeah, it was, a, it was quite a profound day, really. Profound day as well for uh, a player who made his debut yesterday, but didn't actually get out on the field. Um, and a shame that as well. But look, he'll get he'll get another opportunity. What better way to start Talksport broadcast than within the first five minutes having our very own Darren Goff have to break away from introducing our coverage to go and hand Ollie Stone his cap. On debut, say a few words, which he delivered brilliantly, um, and then come back and, and tell us all about it. And I tell you what, for those of you who haven't listened to it, uh, it, it, was a, it was a special moment. Here's what Goffey had to say shortly after rejoining Mark Nicholas uh, to explain exactly what he'd said to Ollie Stone shortly before giving him his cap. Oh, I just told him. I, I, I saw him way back in um, oh, a long, long time ago, mate, when he was playing for Northlands under-15s against uh, Buckinghamshire under-15s. My son was opening the bat and he opened the bowling and he's got some serious wheels. And basically, just you can have ups and downs in your career. You've already had them so far with the injuries. Take every day as it comes. Enjoy it. Take the advice. You're coming into a side that have got so much potential. Rank number one in the world. Just enjoy the ride. What do you see his role being in, the, in this setup, Goffey? To hit the stumps, mate. And I think what we've lacked over the years, we've had two greats. We've been lucky to have Anderson and Broad. But when we go away, they're not as great, if you know what I mean. They're still brilliant, but they're not as great as they should be. We need something different. We need a Mark Wood. We need a Nolly Stone. Someone who attacks the stumps. Most of their wickets will be bowled in LBW. We have too many picks. We have picked too many bowlers who are all looking to do the same thing, getting caught behinds, caught behinds, and with a bit of swing. When it doesn't swing, what happens then? Absolutely wonderful moment for Goffey as much as anything. When I rang him yesterday to say, would you do this? You know, that's it's, it's pride, isn't it? And uh, so it was a very, very uh, emotional day for him and for Ollie. Now, 
you know, you spoke at length during the broadcast yesterday about what you felt like getting your, you know, getting your first cap, what it was like on debut. But, you know, I picked up on something that Mike Hussey, former Australian cricketer, said he was, there was three debutants in the um, test match for Australia against Pakistan currently being played in the UAE. And Mike Hussey gave one of those caps. And one of the things that he said that kind of made me interested was he said, try and appreciate the pressure that you're going to be under. You know, the pressure of representing your country is quite unlike anything you've ever experienced and probably ever will. And he said, it's how you react to that. And for all the goodwill shown to Ollie Stone yesterday, from the very first delivery he plays in international cricket to the last delivery, we hope it's in years to come, the focus is on and goodwill goes out the window because you have to deliver every single time. And that must be in, an incredible position to find yourself in and an incredible position or responsibility, the pressure to actually have to deal with. Yeah, and I, I actually think that's the beauty of, of watching and, and sort of being around the one-day squad at the minute. Um, it's a very relaxed atmosphere around the camp, in the changing room, even at training. But you watch the boys when it's business time, with ball in hand if you're bowling, if the ball's coming to you in the field, if they're batting. There is, they've got an amazing ability to switch on. Now, Ollie would have seen this in practice, and I think it's a brilliant thing what happened yesterday. Goffey presenting out in the middle with Mark, which was going great. We were in and around both teams, which I've never really seen before. We weren't intrusive in any way, shape or form. We were just there, and the guys were walking around. Now, these are the guys that are going to be almost judging Ollie Stone and yet there's already a rapport there because the great man Goffey has given him his cap I actually think for Ollie Stone that's a, that's a good starting place because he's got the be- arguably the best white ball bowler we've ever had giving him his cap and then he's the one who's actually going to be talking about him for that date so he's, he's going to get a few more credits in the bank because of that relationship between him and Goffey and that isn't going anywhere that's there for life um, and it'll be something they'll both remember for a very long time so I think in a lot of ways, it's a brilliant start for Ollie because he's got a little bit less pressure, potentially, uh, than maybe some others would get. And that's maybe uh, what we're talking about, try and alleviate as much pressure as possible on players and allow them to, to play as you would have done with your parents, your father, your, your siblings in a back garden because that's when you get the best out of players. So let's hope that Goffey's words of wisdom and that little um, presentation actually gives, gives Ollie a bit of a boost and, and relieves a bit of pressure and lets him go out there and play as he, as he has done so successfully this season for Warwickshire. Of the, what we saw yesterday, 15 overs, was there anything that we learnt yesterday? I think Truthfully. Yeah, I, I think from the warm-up game, definitely. Um, from, from watching uh, Jason and Johnny bat, um, they hit the ball a lot later. Uh, they bought themselves some time. Uh, they hit the ball under their eyes. I thought they got to 49 for not I thought they played beautifully they really did they looked to be playing very much within themselves and they've both got power to burn they'll, they'll hit the ball so far and so cleanly they don't need to go looking for the ball all the time so I actually thought it was almost like the light bulb moment I thought Whoa, these boys are playing beautifully they've understood conditions are different they've understood the surface might have some tricky periods and they're playing it beautifully and unfortunately uh, Johnny feathered one and, and, and Jason um, got one that's the first one we saw that actually stayed in the pitch, spun and bounced, and unfortunately he got it fractionally wrong. But no, I think there's a lot of positives there. And then the two that came in, our real masterclass players who can play in any condition, absolute maestros. Um, 
basically doing a job that Kumar and Mahila have done for, for Sri Lanka. We've now got those boys um, who complemented each other. Morgan came in straight away and was very positive, very aggressive, and Root just played how he did. So I, I thought there were some really good positives for England. Well, let's hear how it panned out on TalkSport 2. England will open up with Johnny Bairstow and Jason Roy on TalkSport 2. And a little chip over mid on, enormous power from Jason Roy, and he makes it look absurdly easy. A wonderful shot, by the way. That's a, a man who's in form, a man with confidence. Oh, and it's a marvellous strike over mid-wicket. And worth every penny. Six runs for Johnny Bairstow. Bairstow on strike, standing bat aloft again. And a little edge! The first strike of the series for the Sri Lankans. Luan Pradeep. Stands in his crease down low, and now with the bat a little raised, he waits and he goes, and that must be out. Gordon Midov, yes it is! Kelly will come around the wicket. It's a slog sweep, bat on the leg side. Manat on the boundary, won't reach it! Goes all the way for six. But it's 75 metres all the way, that one, and that has carried probably 80 from uh, Owen Morgan. Unfortunately, the rain, which we didn't think we were going to get any relent from at all in the last couple of days, has uh, come to spoil the party. For certain people you have to avoid for the last four hours. Goff is definitely one of them. Goff used to be very annoying in rain delays. He used to show you, you know, all his latest gadgets, his latest watch, his latest car, his latest bike. Always had better ones than everyone else. And it isn't good news. I'm afraid it's now officially been called off. The uh, the ground is wet. I, I, I'm in sympathy with the umpires. I'm not often, actually. I can understand why it's been called off. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine 
and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. So seven hours of airtime filled, only an hour and 12 of it going the way of commentary. But there, you win some, you lose some. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, as I said before, TalkSport are in it for the long haul. So over the course of this series and the next and the one after that, I'm sure we'll get our fair share of game time. Um, after the game yesterday, uh, it was uh, there was a team photo, wasn't it, out on the field. And then we all jumped on the mini coach. Well couple of the guys were in a were in the posh car went back to the hotel where a couple of the lads are staying and we just sat around the table and Goffey held court <laughs> I mean the stories were flowing so were the uh, the lion beers Goffey demolished his duty free was up till about three in the morning it was um one of the producers just turned to me and said and she's flying back and a big thanks to Catherine for all the work she's done in the build-up and uh, during yesterday she just turned to me and said this is what it's all about sitting back and everyone having their little conversations um, switching between conversations as well but then in the middle of it Goffey telling his stories it was it was a brilliant end to, to what had been a real momentous day yeah and I, I think it was it was the the last little bit of the day that finished it off perfectly for me um, I've always been a player that um, if you win a game that's you celebrate and you and I felt like we had a very good day yesterday um, I thought Goffey and Mark uh, doing the bit walking around the ground at, at, at pre-toss and I thought it was magnificent I was sat watching and, and, and talking a little bit as well but I was like wow this is amazing and I'm a cricket badger and I absolutely loved what was going on and I, I actually think we saw the England team quite liking it we got interviews that we didn't need to ask for they came to us and that sort of a thing and everybody sat down at the end of the evening listening to Goffey tell a few stories and put a bit of tax on it because that's what Goffey does it was great we had a we had a blooming good laugh and a couple of beers and uh, everybody's just that little bit tighter today uh, as a group and I think that's brilliant it's only going to get better well look Goffey was up until three in the morning according to if you look at his timeline on the tweets um but then he was up again quite early joining Alan Brazil on the sports breakfast show Alan letting Goffey in on uh, a couple of the stories back in the UK that we've missed since arriving in Sri Lanka. Let's cross to Dan Buller now and speak to the legendary fast bowler. Goffey, I'll, I'll, I'll speak slow, I'll speak quietly, Goffey, because I believe you got a bit of a sore head. Goffey, how's that square room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely square room, mate. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm not sat in the room at the moment. I'm actually laid on a sun lounge here. You two guys would love it. I'm in Dan Buller, nursing a sore head. I'm just laid here, chilling out, just about to put on the Factor 15. Well, um, Goffey, I should enjoy Dan Buller because I've got news for you. I had a management meeting yesterday in McCoy's in Brazil. are heading to Barbados. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me. If anybody could swing a trip to Barbados, it would be you two, wouldn't it? I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. You two, no doubt, will be at Sandy Lane as well. Goffey. While we're slumming it. Goffey, never mind, never mind Sandy Lane, never mind Barbados. We'll, come, we'll cross that bridge and we'll come to it. Can you... Can you publicly disclose how you received this sore head this morning? <laughs> oh, no, like I said, the hotel here, which might be a surprise uh, to you two, is but the, 
Durham there didn't get it, but it's a BYO, basically. You have to bring oh, it Oh, really? On. Yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously I'm trying to cut back on the calorie count, uh, Al. Um, <laughs> and I went and bought a... Bo- I just bought a bottle of vodka, didn't I? So um, <laughs> we're having a nice discussion about the day's cricket, uh, the 15 overs we got in. And uh, next what time I looked at the bottle, it was finished. I was a bit of a concern at quarter to three this morning. Yeah, by the way, NASA was giving you pelters. NASA was saying, what's all that about, yeah. Goffey? What's all that? He's lucky he didn't get a slap. <laughs> what, what do you do when it rains? It's the most boring time of the... It's, it's ridiculous. There's nothing to do. I like to be doing stuff. I like to be active. Uh, right, talk to us. Darren Goff has joined Alan and I from Sri Lanka this morning. But after yesterday's Super Talk Sport 2 coverage of England's first uh, ODI against Sri Lanka, has Goffey taken his eye off the news back in Britain? In case you've missed it, Darren, here's a quick-fire round-up of some of the need-to-know news from home. So Morrison's has launched the Flaming Fowl, the hottest supermarket curry ever. It contains scorpion chilies which have put people in hospital. And Naga chilies, which are hotter than pepper spray and have been used to make tear gas grenades. What is that about? Goffey, uh, are you a curry man, Goffey? Oh, of course, mate. Uh, and I love it hot as well. Do I you? mean, uh, we've had Sal out here, about You know, Sal uh, obviously talks about producer. And we had chicken, uh, spicy chicken, uh, yesterday. I'm fine. He had the emodium. He had to have emodium yesterday all day. He was he absolutely... I'm thinking, what's going on here, mate? Get, get a grip of yourself. I said, it was lovely. He wasn't even hot. He said, oh, wait, 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 too hot for me. Too hot for me. He's killed him. That was just a plain chicken with a little bit of spice on top. What's up with him? So Goffey over at Woburn, have you got a real spicy curry house there? Up near Woburn? Uh, yeah, we've got plenty, mate. Uh, absolutely plenty of lovely uh, places. I, listen, I'm going to take you up to Yorkshire. There's a, a curry house up in Yorkshire, and they've got the uh, Goffey Gel Fraser. Have they? The Goffey Special starter. It's called the Darren Goff Gel Fraser, mate. <laughs> <laughs> how, how hot is it? I promise it, you, the Dalingoff gel freezer. <laughs> is it hot? Well, of course it's hot, mate. Gel I, freezer, I know, yeah. but give me a standard. I no, knew it was going to be hot, but gel freezer's uh, Madras. It's no hotter than Madras if it is that. It's no, it's no hot. Uh, a third of under 25s now drink no alcohol. What about that? A new study has revealed as many as one in three 18 to 25 year olds are teetotal. That's well, nothing wrong with that. My two boys, well, my, my boys are 23 and 20, and they're definitely not teetotal. Really? Let me tell you. So, I think if you would have said more of these 18 to 25s would drink at home rather than go out to their local pub, I think that's, I would say that's a known fact, and that's the way the world's changed. Yeah. My boys now, before they go out, they actually have a few before they go out. We never do used they? to do that. We used to be meet Well, because of skin, that's why. You know, they... they <laughs> yeah, isn't it? They, they, they can't afford to go. You, you've got a big city. Not just London now. You go into Mayfair and try and buy our own. You don't get much change at 100 What about yourself, Al? If you turn the clock back between 18 and 25, would you have a different outlook in your, your drink? Uh, when I was... To be honest, when I was sort of up to 16, 17... Pff, didn't, uh, well, 16... <laughs> You're teetotal. No, I didn't. Up to sixteen. Well done, Al. You won a medal for that. The, the fact, the fact that it's not legal until yeah. your 18's got nothing to do with yeah, Goffy. Exactly. Yeah, but Goffy, this was Glasgow, and they'd trust me, my mates at 15, they were on it, big style. <laughs> what about uh, Goffy? You're not teetotal. We know that, and you have a local Sri Lankan lager there. Can you do a live taste for us? Is it any good? Um, yeah, listen, it's okay. Um, I'm good for one. Um, like I say, I'm, I like, the problem is, I'm, I like a glass of wine uh, these days. What do you champagne. drink? What sort of wine? Uh, 
champagne. Uh, I have oat, mate. Red, white, wherever it comes. I, I love it. Malbec is my choice. Uh, if I were to pick one, I love a Malbec. Um, Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, no. White. No. But I'm no. into the champers, mate. I'm, I'm sorry, Al, but I know I've, I've, people say I've changed, but I love a champagne. Listen, coffee, there's nothing wrong with going big time. If you're going big time up in Yorkshire, I can accept that. And listen, the good news is, mate, we're starting to bring in some wine and champagne, so I'm your man. I'll, I'll have a nice couple of bottles of champagne sent to you your be, house. Yeah, but coffee up in Yorkshire, you, you, I think you mean Prosecco, don't you? No, not champagne. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I don't like Prosecco. Too sweet for me, mate. I don't, I don't drink that Prosecco. There's a good, Bra- there's a good Bradford Prosecco, I'm told. <laughs> 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 what about Sutton and Sons, right? A traditional chippy in Hackney that have gone completely vegan. Can you believe it? What? Yeah, the plant-based yeah. menu boasts everything from hipster craft beers, Japanese potato prawns, to fish burgers made out of toefish. What's toefish? <laughs> that what is toefish? Let's <laughs> 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 not go down the vegan line. You love a vegan, don't you, oh, Al? Guess we, guess what? Big Al and I are not going to dig off it. <laughs> but that vegan place, restaurant, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going out with Bellerin? Oh, no, no, we're not having lunch with him, no. Goffey, have a great day, pal. <laughs> Take care, pal. I will do. Brilliant stuff. Goffey on with Alan Brazil on the Sports Breakfast. Uh, that pretty much brings us back, or rather, to the end of this uh, today's following on. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, the preview to the second ODI. I imagine, Gareth, it will be the exact same team on both sides, really, that take to the field in Dambulla. Um, hopefully we get a little more than 15 overs, but... And equally, hopefully we get to see Ollie Stone bowl as well. Yeah, he's down in history as making his debut, but he won't feel like he has. Uh, he'll want to get that ball in hand. I don't think there'll be any team changes. I don't even think there'll be a, a wicket change. I think it'll be the same pitch. I think everybody, everything will be the same. And hopefully, hopefully, the one thing that changes will be the weather and we get a full 100 overs in. This has been the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman. Alongside me today has been Gareth Batty. I'll be back tomorrow broadcasting from the famous Dambulla Cave Temples and we will preview the second ODI and hear from a member of the England cricket team. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 